0: Now, here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. Men in black, they have been uh, considered to be government agents, uh, extraterrestrial beings. They seem to have no chemistry at all, no personality. What's your take?
1: Well, yeah, I mean, that's a good point because I think it's important to note that, you know, certainly for the general public, um, you mentioned the men in black, you know, they think of uh... will smith and tommy lee jones you know they think of the movie versions of the men in black uh, because the movies were so sort of iconic and popular people assume even within ufology at times that the men in black are government agents now i don't dispute that on occasion government agents have gone out to interview people about UFO encounters, and back in the 50s and 60s, the guys did wear sort of, you know, dark suits and fedoras. So a small percentage, I think, do fall into that category. But the overwhelming majority of all the reports, if you look at the witness testimony, they describe something very much different. And by that, I mean they talk about seeing these men in black as looking very pale and gaunt, almost like emaciated, and they have these um, oversized eyes sometimes, which they hide behind wraparound sunglasses. Um, and people, you know, you would imagine late at night, if you get a knock on the door, and um, you look through the spy hole, and you see these strange men in black the other side of the door, you certainly wouldn't let them in. But the weird thing is that people do let them in, and with hindsight, they feel as if somehow they were... Sort of mind-controlled or hypnotized somehow to let them in the in the house and this angle of the sort of the hypnosis or the mind control coupled with how weird and strange they look has given rise to the idea that they're not entirely human that are they alien human hybrids are they something paranormal or multi-dimensional um, all we can say for sure is that if you look at the overwhelming majority of all the reports, they honestly do not come across like, you know, they're working for some sort of government agency. It's, it's the story of the Many in Black is far more H.P. Lovecraft than it is the X-Files. You know, it's more like a, a gothic, nightmarish type story.
0: Now, what do they generally want, in your opinion? What are they after?
1: Well... Primarily, when you speak to the witnesses, um, we get this um, angle where they threaten people and and frighten them, terrorize them, into not talking about their UFO experiences. but some researchers uh, suspect that that may actually be kind of a ruse, and I'll explain what I mean by that. Um, there are a lot of cases where when the men in black and the women in black and the black-eyed kids are in the house of the, the targeted person, the witness or the victim, they start to feel ill. They start to feel weak. Mm-hmm. They clammy, feel something happens tired. to them, yeah. yeah. As if they've got no energy. And one of the suspicions is that could these entities actually be if you like, um, literally draining us of, of our energy, something like a supernatural parasitic creature that feeds on the human life force and human energy. Now, that sounds controversial, which it certainly is, but there are a lot of people who have reported that uh, where they literally felt they were so weak, you know, they could barely stand up to, to you know, to, to get to the door, uh, to get away from them. <clears throat> Others felt... Um, you know, they had sort of the shakes, you know, as if they were like a almost like a diabetic starts to crash, you know. And, um, and I have so many cases like that that it's difficult to deny that possibility that we're dealing with something that views us almost as, as fuel or food almost.
0: Have you ever had any reports of MIBs physically hurting somebody?
1: Um, well, that's an interesting um, question, George, because actually the answer is no. Um, it's the the threat is always sort of a verbal threat.
0: Yeah, there's an undertone there, right?
1: Oh, yeah, there's, a, there's definitely an undertone where people very often keep these stories or these encounters with the men in black to themselves for not just years, but sometimes for decades because they're still terrified that they're going to come back, um, and you know, and threaten them. Or who, who knows what next time? But although I'm not sort of aware of any uh, literally physical cases of people being harmed, the, there's no doubt that the inference is there that if you talk about this, you know, if it's something is going to happen, and people do. You know, they listen and they. Uh, you know, they keep this in their mind for for years. I mean, for example, in in the new book, The Black Diary, I've got um, several cases of um, people who'd had experiences with the men in black back in the 60s and 70s and did not talk about these experiences till, you know, sort of three or four years ago. And it specifically was because of the fear and opening the door again to what might be an even more dangerous and threatening experience.
0: Nick, uh, let's, uh, let's talk about similarities and parallels in terms of the people they visit. Mm-hmm. Are most of the visitations done at a house?
1: Yeah, they are. Typically what happens, there'll be a knock on the door late at night. Uh, it's very rarely that these encounters occur during the day, although some of them do, uh, but the overwhelming majority are, are at night. There's a knock on the door. Unlike like anybody, you know, if you get a knock on the door at, say, 11 o'clock at night, you're going to think, who on earth is that? People go to the door, they look through the spy hole, they see these creepy trio of men in black or black-eyed kids or women in black standing there, and then that's when things start to get weird where they clearly, in normal circumstances, none of us would open the door under those circumstances, but they do. People feel as if their mind is not theirs anymore they can actually in some cases the witnesses have seen their hand going to the door and not able to stop themselves from opening it and then very often there's like this little sudden blur where they remember opening the door and then the next thing is that they're in the room staring at the person there's this sort of like a jump sometimes of four or five seconds which they cannot recall um and typically one person or one MIB I should say um, issues the threat you won't talk about this experience you had you won't talk about the UFO encounter you had Um, forget about the abduction experience things like that and all the time while one of them is sort of dictating what the the person will or won't do the other MIB or several uh, are intently intensely staring at the witness and that's when this sort of sense Mm -hmm. of Um, It's
0: almost like they burn their eyes through them or something.
1: Yeah, exactly. And that's when this sort of angle of the people feeling weak and tired and unable to sort of fight back, that's when that kicks in. And the final stage, which is perhaps the, the most disturbing one of all, is that in a number of cases, and actually a growing number of cases, when people have been in close proximity to the men in black in their home, Within days, and think in some cases within hours, they've fallen sick with diseases and illnesses. Mm-hmm. As if in some fashion, they've been sort of supernaturally infected. So you put all those angles together and you're dealing with something that is far beyond, you know, government agents or something like that. It, it's much more mysterious than that.
0: Are these diseases uh, curable or, or what happens? How long do they linger?
1: Oh, yeah, I mean, there's, um, there's some cases I've got where people um, literally within days went down with sort of very kind of exotic and, and rare diseases. Um, and other cases, you know, it's like going down with a, with a severe virus and, um, you know, a, a raised temperature, but dangerously raised, raised temperature and things like that, um, which have, for the most part, you know, they've all been treatable. But, you know, if it was just one or two cases uh, where this happened after the encounter, you, you just put it down to coincidence. But there are a lot of reports like that, so many now, where, um, you know, the, there is this parallel between them entering the house and then the person falling sick. Um, and there's also sort of a residual energy. And what I mean by that is that a number of people reported how, after the Men in Black have gone... For a day or two there's sort of a, a strange atmosphere in the family home as if there's some sort of residue left behind and people have described um, things like primarily things like a poltergeist activity hmm. where something will sort of violently move across the table you know a book on a table um, things like that and uh, as if like I said as if some some essence of the Men in Black has been left behind, and it, it gradually fades away. But for the first few days, it's sort of present and, and causing chaos, even though the Men in Black have actually gone.
0: Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern, and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.